everybody. Thanks for tuning back into Mothership Connection. I hope you enjoyed the episode last week. Uh, this week we're going to go talk about some comedy franchises. <sighs> All right, so I'm sure, you know, just like most people in the world, I'm sure everybody loves a nice comedy from time to time. Um, there's been a lot of great comedy movies, a lot of great comedy franchises, a lot of terrible ones, a lot of, a lot of uh, unfunny ones, and a lot of ones that people think are funny that are just actually fucking stupid. Um, case in point, Paul Blart. But uh, I know I'm pretty hard on Paul Blart, but it just it encapsulates everything I fucking can't stand about movies. Um, and like I said, I like Kevin James, Kevin Nipfing is his real name. If you want to get down to the, down to the boiling point of it, uh, boiling point's a good movie by Wesley Snipes. We're talking about that next week, but, um, it's, yeah, Paul Blart's just a fucking travesty. And that's just a perfect example of how Hollywood just makes these terrible fucking movies and keeps pushing them and pushing them. Like, who are these movies for? You know, like how many times can Jack Black be a talking panda? Or how many times can... Who's the other person that they gave, they gave comedy to that they, the person's not funny? Michael Sarah. How, how, how long can Michael Sarah be awkward? The dude's like 40 now. Like, let him drop, buddy. Let your balls drop. Uh, but so we're going to talk about some comedies I like, some comedy franchises. I will focus on the franchises because that's what this channel's all about, really. When it gets down to it is franchises. But, uh... So, yeah, let's... I mean... There's so many good franchises out there that get sequels, and you know sometimes they don't deserve the sequel. Other times they do. Um, sometimes the sequel's even funnier. Um, an example of that would be the second Jump Street movie. Like, the 21 Jump Street movie and the 22 Jump Street movie are great. They're hilarious. Um, if you haven't seen them, I suggest you go check them out. They're really funny. It's Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill. Um, it's great. Nick Offerman's in it. Johnny Depp has a cameo in the first one. Um, because he was in, you know, 21 Drum Street, the TV show. So he made a, he made a little cameo. Um, that horrible asshole Dave Franco's in it. I like James Franco. I cannot stand Dave Franco. Can't stand him. There was a girl I used to work with who looked just like Dave Franco. That's just a little tidbit out there. Her name was Leah. I'll keep the uh, last name private. Just like Goo Goo Dolls. I won't tell them my name. Tell them your name. But yeah, she was incredibly attractive, but she had the face of Dave Franco. It was, it was an anomaly, actually. I mean, it was very, I don't know. I don't know what to, I don't know what to call it. But anyway, yeah, like the Jump Street movies are a good example of a, a good comedy franchise. And the second movie was better than the first one. It was a lot better, actually. And that's saying a lot because the first one was hilarious. Um, Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill play off each other very great. Nick Offerman's great as the police chief. Uh, Rob Riggle is good as, like, the villain. It's just, it's a good movie. I mean, Rob Riggle gets his dick shot off. I mean, that's hilarious. So, yeah, Jump Street's a good example of that. Um, an example where the second one didn't land, as a lot of them don't, um, would be the second Super Troopers movie. Um, the first Super Troopers, it's a cult classic. Everyone likes it. I, I think it's hilarious. But the second one, not so much. And a big problem with that is you can't wait 15, 16 years to make a sequel to a comedy movie. Um, people aren't, you know, people aren't, the characters aren't going to hit the same way they would 
say if you would have made Super Troopers 2 like three years after the, after the first one, which is what you should have done. It's not, Super Troopers 2 isn't terrible. It's not Paul Blart level terrible, but it is, in comparison to the first movie, not very good. It's watchable. I'll watch it when it comes on. I don't have a problem with it. It's just, it doesn't land within the franchise. You know, they should have made the sequel way before they did. You can't wait that long to make a sequel to a fucking movie. Uh, Dumb and Dumber, same thing. The sequel to Dumb and Dumber, like the actual sequel, not that stupid prequel they made. The actual sequel, like, if you ignore the prequel, they waited almost 20 years. Even longer. Like 20-some years between movies. Like, you can't fucking do that. Like, and the Dumb and Dumber sequel was, it was fucking stupid. <laughs> like, yeah, there's parts that make you laugh just because Jim Carrey's going to make you laugh. But, like, it's not, the movie's fucking stupid. You know what I mean? Um, trying to think of another one off the top of my head right here. That were the second one. Oh, the Hangover Trilogy. Like, fuck the Hangover. Like, the first one's fine. Fun ride. We get it. Um, anybody with a brain knew that the dude was still on the roof. That's that's a foregone conclusion. And then, uh, it's a little side note. I fucking can't stand Ed Helms. I hate Ed Helms. Um, he is a piece of shit. He's only good as Andy Dwyer. Or not Andy Dwyer. Um, Andy Bernard. Sorry, I'm mixing up my NBC sitcoms there. He's only good as Andy Bernard. All of his other movies, he's terrible. He was in that Chad Equipic movie. He's from that region. Like, he grew up in that region, and he still couldn't do the accent. Like, the dude sucks. Um, the Hangover, like I said, the first one's fine, and the other two suck. They, they suck. And people like people like to get all hard about the Hangover trilogy, and it's like, it, they're not that, I mean, they're not terrible, but they weren't some groundbreaking like thing. People are like, oh, shit, the Hangover. Meh. Like, it was okay. I mean, the first one's fine. Second one's, it's, you know, it's just, it's the same thing. Like, it's, the characters don't hit as hard and don't re like, they don't, people aren't going to laugh that hard the next. And the third one was just like, I mean, Zach Galifianakis is funny in it because the character that he plays is funny, but like, outside of him and Bradley Cooper, like, the sequels suck, you know? And uh, I don't know, it's just like, the hang like, that's an example too. Like, the Hangover Trilogy is an example of, a comedy movie or a comedy brand and franchise that just gets blown way out of proportion. Yeah, the first one was fun. It's a fun ride. You don't need you don't need two more. You know what I mean? Like, do we really need two sequels of Drunken Buddies? Did Ed Helms freaking out because he's a fucking asshole? So I don't know. I mean, The Hangover is a good example of just people people's nips getting all hard over something that really isn't that big a deal. Definitely should have stayed in the soft category there. But um, I digress on that. Um, another great, you know, in this one, I'll probably catch some flack for this just because it kind of goes against a little bit what I was saying. But I really like the grown-up movies, um, Adam Sandler's movies. Um, you know, people can make, you can make fun of me if you want, but I really enjoy those two movies. Um, it's more of like a toned-down, family-friendly comedies, but I, I really enjoy them. I think they're great, but that's, you know, that's an example of a comedy that got a sequel and did it, or did it right. And, you know, it was funny. Both were funny. I liked them both and say what you will about it. But I liked them both. Um, bad boys is another one. This is kind of an action comedy, kind of like rush hour, which we'll talk about soon, but bad boys, 
You know, the first two are great. The third one's watchable, but at the same time, the third one's pretty fucking stupid. Like, they're going up against a witch. So you got Martin Lawrence and Will Smith in their late 40s, early 50s, going up against a witch? Come on. And then the scene when the other, when the cop tackles a building, like, he tackles a, a freaking column of a building, and they're like, they make a big deal about it. Like this character had no... Nobody cares about this character. Why are we spending like three minutes on him tackling concrete? Like, yeah, I, I don't know. Bad Boys 3, it, it's watchable, but it's a fucking mess, too. Vanessa Hudgens is super hot in it, so that's a, that's a nice point. But they literally have a scene, like a two-minute scene, of this, like, secondary, secondary, like, in-the-background character tackling a, a column in a building. Like, come on. Like, who? Like, come on. What the fuck? I don't... I don't care about this stupid character in my Bad Boys movie getting train time to tackle concrete. Like, this is probably my last chance to see Will Smith and Martin Lawrence together as those characters, and you're wasting time on this fucking guy? So, I don't know. But, but like I said, the first two Bad Boys are great. Will Smith and Martin Lawrence are a great combination. Um, it's just, it's an, like, all the, I mean, both those first two movies are great, and the third one's watchable. Um... You know, but it's just not, it doesn't hold up. And that's another thing where, like, I think Bad Boys 2 came out around 2001, and then Bad Boys 3 came out in 2020. You know what I mean? 19 years in between movies, like, come on. You know that's going to fuck shit up. And I love Will, Will Smith and I love Martin Lawrence, but Martin Lawrence looked terrible. That's what I'm trying to say. It was, it was, Blatantly obvious that he's like 20, 20 years have passed. Even though, like, in the story of Bad Boys, like, two years have passed since the last movie. I don't know. I mean, Daryl Pantheon's in it before he dies in real life, so I guess that's his last film he was in. Will Smith's great, as usual. He had a couple flops there in the, in the middle of his career, but he's, he's Will Smith's great. Um, and then, like, Rush Hour. Rush Hour is amazing, too. But same thing with them. First two are fucking awesome. And the third one's junk. It's absolute junk. And it's just, like I said, the characters can only do so much. Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker together, it's great. I mean, who doesn't like that combination of him, Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker, arguing with each other? And it's just, they're good movies. They're funny. They're, they're funny. They're action-filled. They're suspenseful. Like, they give you everything you want. And it's just, you know, the first two are great, and the third one sucks. So much like all these action franchises I'm harping on, same thing with comedies. Like, a lot of times, like, the third movie doesn't need to happen. You know? The third movie doesn't need to happen. And if it does, you should, you know, take your... Don't just throw it together. Don't, don't just make it be a money grab. Hollywood loves these fucking money grabs. Um, like, why was there a, a Wallace and Gromit movie last year? It was a money grab. Like, who, who in, the, in this day and age is thinking of Wallace and Gromit. But they want to pull the nostalgia the nostalgia switch so often. And it flops. Like, people, I'm sorry, but like, Wallace and Gromit, it's done. People are done with it. 2019 was not the time to be like, hey, guys, uh, W&G's back. Nobody knew, nobody cared, nobody saw it. It was out of theaters within a week. You know, I mean, I could have predicted pretty well that the Wallace and Gromit movie wasn't going to land. You know? 
It's like just like that failure to launch movie. Wasn't gonna land. But uh yeah, I mean it's just I mean you make stupid shit. You're making fucking you're making a fucking Wallace and Gromit movie. You know, why don't you make a whatever those talking Christian vegetables are movie? You know, like it's just like some certain shit shouldn't get greenlit. And Wallace and Gromit would have been a perfect thing to put on these stupid streaming services that are destroying everything. Um, that's that's where that belongs. You know, they shouldn't have have movie stars be making these blockbuster movies and putting them directly to Netflix. Those should still go to the theaters. Netflix is all the ones that should be handling the Wallace and Gromit movie or, you know, bringing back TV series that nobody fucking cared about. And it, it really annoys me that, like, big movie stars have movies that you can only watch on Netflix. Like, I don't have Netflix. I hate it. I think Netflix sucks. And it's just, like, it's stupid. But you want to make all these little dinky, rinky-dink projects, like, Wallace and Gromit should have been one straight to Netflix. So if anybody gave a shit, they could, they could watch in the middle of the night when they're trying to escape their the drudgery of work and family and their miserable girlfriend that's probably laying next to them complaining about everything all day. But, um, I, I hate the streaming services. I really do. I think they're good for TV stuff, like TV shows and things of that nature. But for movies, like to have Netflix making movies and Amazon making movies and Hulu making movies, it's like, get the fuck out of here. You know, like Netflix signed Adam Sandler to what? Like a hundred million dollar deal. He's made, like, to make 12 movies, eight of which have been awful. You know, like, it's just, I don't know. I, I don't get it. You know, they keep losing subscribers because they keep jacking the price up. And it's like, well, maybe you should quit making $100 million deals with, you know, has-been actors. You know? I don't know. I, I don't like the streaming services. I think that they're bad. Um, Hulu is okay, just because they have more TV. I think it's, like I said, I think it's fine for TV. But I also think it's bad, too. But I will say, I wish they had, like, a streaming service. And if they do, someone please let, let me know and correct me. But I wish they had a streaming service for, like, concerts. I think that would be cool. You know, make deals with art, certain artists to, like, stream their concerts live and stuff. I think that'd be awesome. If something like that exists, please tell me. But I, I don't know if it does or not. But, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll go back. I went off a little tangent there, but we'll go back. Rush Hour. So, yeah, the first two were good. Third one sucked. And I think they missed a pretty good opportunity there. Now that we're dealing in the world where, you know, shared universes are a thing, characters are overlapping into movies and stuff, it would have been perfect. It would have been beautiful to have Rush Hour crossover with Beverly Hills Cop. I think that would be great. Who would not, who in their right mind would not want to see Eddie Murphy, Chris Tucker, Judge Reinhold, which him and Jason Segel are the same fucking person, and Jackie Chan going at each other. Who who would not want to see that? I, I would pay double the ticket price. I would pay 24 bucks to go see that movie. It would be great, but like they, they should do that kind of thing. And like Beverly Hills Cop, there's an example too. First one was great. Second two were stupid. Kind of like 48 Hours, another Eddie Murphy um, you know, comedy franchise. First one's great, second one sucks. Major League, however, first Major League movie's hilarious. Second Major League movie's good. Third Major League movie, I get, you guessed it, it's fucking horrible. Um, just like like I said, like the third movie just kind of creeps in and 
I, I feel like the studio is just like, well, we need to just, just make it good enough to hit this mark and, you know, whatever. We can sell like a, a Blu-ray box set with like a, like that comes with like a blanket or something. Like, I know if you bought the Northern Exposure TV show Blu-rays, like they came with a blanket, which is actually kind of cool. Uh, Northern Exposure, another great show. Check it out if you haven't seen it. Uh, early 90s at its best. It's good. It's a good show. It's a good show. If you watch Rick and Morty, you know where that's from. But Northern Exposure is a good show. But they should have. They should try doing things now with these shared universes. And I know that the Jump Street people have talked about uh, merging the, the Jump Street cast and having them team up with Men in Black. But Will Smith was really against that for some reason. So that never really materialized yet. But now that there's like a new faction of Men in Black with Chris Hemsworth, maybe they'll have him lag onto that team. Um, but I think it would work. Like, I would love to see, I know Will Smith won't do it, but I would love to see him and Channing Tatum, you know, crow at each other. I'd even, I'd like to see Channing Tatum and Chris Hemsworth, you know, be catty with each other. I think it'd be awesome. And another, another franchise, comedy franchise, where the first, like, the first movie's great, or the vacation movies. You know? National Lampoon's Vacation, one of the greatest comedies of all time. Euro Vacation, European Vacation, fucking garbage. Vegas Vacation is unwatchable. Unwatchable. And Christmas Vacation, we all know, is one of the greatest comedies of all time. And if you don't think so, then I don't know what to tell you. Go watch Paul Blart. But, like, the first Vacation movie, one of the greatest of all time. The rest, fucking terrible. You know what I mean? Same thing with Fletch. Another Chevy Chase banger. Fletch 1 is great. Fletch 2 is unwatchable. So many of these movies are unwatchable. But you'll have some 50-something douchebag in a bar with a cigar being like, Oh, Fletch 2 was great. No, it wasn't. You don't remember anything right. You're an idiot. Um, Fletch 2 is fucking terrible. Fletch 1 is good. Fletch 2, get out of my face. It's like all these sequels. Like It's very hard to have like a comedy sequel. I know people have been beating, beating the drum for like a super bad sequel for like 15 years now. A, now it's too late. But B, what would you have them do? You know, the whole part of Superbad was that they couldn't get the beer. Now they're going to be in college where beer is going to be flowing like fucking Goldilocks' hair. You know what I mean? That's not a good analogy, but you know what I mean. So the story wouldn't fit. Like the whole thing was like there was these geeky high school kids that couldn't get beer. Now they're going to be in college. It's like, oh, you could accidentally find beer in college. Yeah. So this, the story wouldn't work. Same thing with people that want a Napoleon Dynamite sequel. Why? Napoleon Dynamite works because it's so awkward and weird. You're not going to be able to, you would not in a hundred years be able to recreate that same feeling in a sequel ever. And Napoleon, why, why would Napoleon Dynamite need a sequel? You know? All we need to do is use your imagination. It's him and that girl playing tetherball. Make your own sequel. Make your own imagination, you know? That's another thing I hate when people people try to say that, you know, oh, the book was better and on all these movies. That's like that's like reading the newspaper in the morning and then watching the newscast at night and being like, oh, the newspaper was better. Like, get the fuck out of here. You think that your imagination is better than this fucking CGI they got? A lot of times it's not. So, fuck off. I'm just kidding with that. But I'm not, I'm not kidding, but I'm, the fuck off part I'm just kidding about. 
But um, that's what I mean. Like, people are always like, oh, the book was better. It's like, well, of course, it's a book. They can go any which way, and it's not censored at all. And there's not a budget on a book. I mean, I'm, there is, but you know what I mean. Like, a movie has a budget. You know, there's not a set designer on the in, in the process of making a book. You know? Then books can go left and right and yada yada. You know, that's like when I Am Legend came out, and everyone's like, oh, the book was better. Well, probably. That was like a critically acclaimed book. But if you're making a movie about, like, babysitters, don't they, don't you dare say the book was better, you know? That's like, Bridesmaid the novel was so much better than Bridesmaid the movie. Fuck that. People people just say stuff to say stuff. They could, the movie could blow the book out of the water, and some little soy boy cuck will sit there and be like, oh, the book was better. Um, pass me my latte. I need to charge my notebook. People just say stuff because they want to try to have that one little glaring moment in the conversation where they can pontificate and be the hero of the comp- of the conversation. You know, it's just people to just listen. You know, listen when people talk. That's why listen and silent are spelled with the same letters. Boy, people just try to people try to feel important all the time, and they just say stuff where they where you, they'll think that people think they're important. You know. Such as saying, oh, the book was better. Oh, so this gives off the, the fraudulent image of me as being a scholarly person reading a book when you're just some nerd who plays Minecraft or something. People just, people just try to feel so important all the time and just say stuff to try to have that one little victory in the conversation. And I, I can't stand it. And then another comedy franchise I can't stand is Steve Martin's Father of the Bride. Why were there two Father of the Bride movies? You know, she didn't get married again in the second one, so why is there another one? You know, or people who say, oh, I want a sequel to Half-Baked. It's like, you realize Dave Chappelle hates Half-Baked? Because the actual version that got released was not what he wanted at all? So why would he ever make a sequel to a movie that he got steamrolled on by the... by the studio that he himself doesn't even like. Like, you can't just demand a sequel for every movie. Like, I've been waiting for the sequel to Starman, Jeff Bridges' movie, since 1978. And I wasn't even born until, like, seven years after it came out. That movie's great. People have been wanting a sequel for since 1978, and they're not going to get one. You can't just pound your fist and get a sequel. That ain't how this stuff works. This isn't Panera Bread. Like, you can't just pound your fist and get a scone. And another great comedy franchise, of course, are the Ernest movies. R.I.P. Jim Varney. What a life lived. The Ernest movies are hilarious. They're hilarious. And Tyler Perry should be ashamed of himself because his Medea movies are just an omulgation of Martin Lawrence's Big Mama House movies and the Ernest movies. So if Tyler Perry had any shred of decency, he would turn in his yacht and give every dime he made from Medea to Martin Lawrence and the estate of Jim Varney. Because his Medea character is a blatant ripoff of Big Mama and Ernest. And people that don't see that or understand that are foolish. Tyler Perry is an absolute fraud. Ed Helms is an absolute fraud. Tina Fey is an absolute fraud. Fraud! 
Tina Fey bitches because all of her movies bomb and blame it on men not going to see them. Because you're not funny. You're not funny. I know people disagree with me and act like 30 Rock or what, what other show was she on? Mom has gone fishing or something. What other, she had some other show too. Tina Fey is not funny. She's a one trick pony. And that trick is tired. She's a fraud. Tyler Perry's a fraud. Ed Helms, fraud. These people should not still be on TV. If there's another Medea movie, then you know that there's evil afoot. But he should. Tyler Perry should turn in his yacht. Turn it in, Tyler. You've had enough fun on the sea. Turn in your yacht. Give all the money you made from Medea to Martin Lawrence and the estate of Jim Varney. Do it right now, or you don't have any decency left. Period. Medea is a, the one of the worst things ever contrived on the big screen. It's terrible. It is horrible. It's horrible. And people go see it, and they choke on popcorn laughing. What are you laughing at? Some guy in a dress being stupid? Like, go to downtown Pittsburgh, you'll see a guy in a dress being stupid. Mayor Peduto. But um, I digress. I'm getting off track, way off track here. And, uh, yeah. Tyler Perry should turn in his yacht. That, that's the main point of that last few minutes. Um, trying to think of some more comedy, comedy franchises that I have a problem with. Um, they're slipping my mind right now. I mean, I already took a stab at the Bruce Willis comedy last time when I talked about Bruce Willis. I'm going to have to bring that up again. Um, it's on the tip of my tongue. I can't think of it. Ooh, I really can't stand it. I can't think of it right now. I had a couple more franchises in my head that I wanted to talk about, but I don't know. They're kind of slipping my mind at the moment. Yeah. Drawing a blank. I'm sorry. I had I had at least two more I wanted to talk on. Um, but I, they're, they're drawing a blank right now. And this, these, this wasn't part of the two, but Hot Shots, this, this popped in my head. Both Hot Shot movies are, are hilarious. Say what you want about Charlie Sheen. The Hot Shot movies are funny. Hot Shots 1, Hot Shots Part 2. Um, they're just good. They're funny movies. It's, it's, you know, slapstick stuff at its best. Puns at their best. Oh, yeah, I wanted that. know. Airplane. The Airplane movies are hilarious. They're great. The Naked Gun movies, they're hilarious. Leslie Nielsen is a genius. He's, he's Leslie Nielsen's so funny. So, yeah, Airplane and The Naked Gun. All, both those franchises are really funny. And if you've never checked them out, you should check them out. Because they're, they're, they're really funny. They're good. And I am a huge... Just other comedy movies that I really, I really enjoy. I really like Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I think that that movie is great. I Knocked Up. I love Knocked Up. I love Pineapple Express. I love Outside Providence. You know, there's, just, there's just so many good movies, like good comedy movies out there. And I, I don't know if you would even just categorize this movie as a comedy, but I love Days and Confused. 
Who doesn't like Days and Confused? It's great. Days and Confused is great because it, it, there's, it's about nothing. It's about kids' last day of high school before summer. It's great. And the star football player quits the team and everyone's mad at him and blah, blah, blah. But it's, it, Days and Confused is a great movie. It really is. It's a great movie. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey, who I really like, is in it, and he's great. I hate Ben Affleck, but he's he's fine in that because he's playing an asshole. Ben Affleck is an asshole, so that's good. Ben Affleck is a total asshole. It's a fraud, another fraud. And like, why did they? I don't even like Batman as a character, but why did they cast Ben Affleck as Batman? You know what I mean? He doesn't fit the mold at all. And now they got Michael Keaton being Batman again. It's like, well, it's like three movies too late. But anyway. Oh, yeah, another one. Sorry, this just popped back in my head, too. This is one of the ones I wanted to talk about. Airplane was the other one. Um, Eddie Murphy, Nutty Professor. First one's great. Second one's stupid. Anything with Jada Pinkin in it, with the exception of The Matrix, is stupid. Fun fact about Jada Pinkett is she used to be the lead singer of a horrible punk band. YouTube it. It's really bad. She ruined that punk band just like Yoko Ono ruined the Plastic Ono band. It's just, she's, Jada Pinkett's a horrible person. She's also another fraud. She was cheating on Will Smith. Yeah, I mean, I, I can do a part two to the comedy one. I don't. Uh, for some reason, I'm drawing a blank on the other ones I wanted to talk about. Um, but I included most of the ones that I wanted to speak on. Um, like I said, I can always do a part two, and I probably will do a part two. Um, but thanks for listening. Next week we're going to do Wesley Snipes. I got some positive feedback on the Bruce Willis episode, um, so I will move forward with doing episodes about particular actors and spanning their careers. Um, so the next episode that will come out will be just like the Bruce Willis episode, but it will be about Wesley Snipes. So I hope you enjoyed this uh, this latest episode. Thank you for tuning in, as always. I really appreciate the support. Appreciate you listening. And as always, keep shaking your knees. <laughs>